Welcome to episode 33 of the Poitrous Ponderings Podcast, where we pause, ponder, and then project. Thank you for joining us. We are so happy to have all of our returning friends back with us again this week. This week in the continuation of the I Have a Story series, Jim recommends a few more of his favorite books to us and encourages us to read them and give them to others to read as well. Here is our host, Jim Poitras. Hello, everybody. We are going to begin today with a checkpoint. This is the second installment, along with the I Have a story series talking about the top 10 books that I would recommend during this Christmas season. And I mentioned it's checkpoint time. I want to give you a test to see whether or not you were really listening to what I said in the last podcast episode. Did you tune in? Did you listen? Did you remember? Because if you didn't remember, I feel like I failed with the podcast episode because this is Jim Poitras and it's the Poitras Ponderings podcast where we pause, we ponder, we project, and we remember. So test question number one, when it comes to the Enneagram, Jim Poitras is an Enneagram eight or three, Enneagram eight or three. I know everybody said an Enneagram 3, and you're totally correct. Jim Poitras is an Enneagram 3. By the way, I am Jim Poitras, and I am an Enneagram 3. Question number two. I might have taken it a little bit too far when I started planning what I wanted people to say about me when I reached the end of my life. And one of the things that I wanted people to say was that he had a love affair with books, true or false. You got it, it is true. Very, very good. And uh, we are in the I Have a Story series, kind of merging these book recommendations with that. But uh, the reason why I've come up with these two podcast episodes is because a friend was asked by a friend to ask me to talk about my top 10 recommended books or something like that. I may not have the wording just exactly right because I'm a little bit like some other people. I hear exactly what I want to hear and I hear it very well. Anyway, the friend that mentioned that to me, that friend's name was or is a great missionary, Nick Sisko, true or false? True or false? This is Checkpoint of the Poitras Ponderings podcast. And yes, it is true. Okay, next question. My love for books began long ago when I met up with Sister Poitras, Linda Revell at the time. And I learned that there were two necessary things that needed to take place in order to engage and marry her 
Number one is I would need to be able to do the African dance, but here's the checkpoint question. Number two would be that in order for me to marry Linda, now Poitras, I had to have a love for books. True or false? Uh, false. I didn't have to have a love for books. I had to have a love for God, a love for missions, and a love for Linda and Ravel, now Poitras. I developed my interest in books because of a young man, now a missionary under appointment to the nation of Senegal and to other places by the name of Craig Sully. And at the time, he also preached very short, and I've tried to emulate that as well. Sorry, Craig, it really hasn't worked all that well. You've done very good on your checkpoint today, and uh, I'm looking over in my little notebook here some of the things that I told you in the last podcast episode, moving on to another five books that I would recommend. And I did say, and do say, that reading is somehow seasonal. You pick up the perfect book for the particular season of life that you're in. One such book for me and for uh, some of my friends, and we have done a couple of podcast episodes based on this book with people like Tyler Bryant, Baron Longstreth, Melinda Poitras, Celinda Nickel, you know, the who's who in the podcast world. Sooner or later, we'll get Mike Hansen and a few of my other friends on here as well. I mean, Colin Cressman, that would be great too. All of those uh, greats when it comes to apostolic podcasting. Hmm. May as well get LJ Harry on here too and talk about Simplify. Appreciate these fellow podcasters so much. But I'm talking not about podcasts, I'm talking about books and the truth of the matter is, I believe a lot in teaching, mentoring, coaching, and encouraging. And the right book can be a perfect mentor to you for the particular season that you're in, a word that is so fitly spoken. Well, anyway, that book that we've mentioned several times on the podcast before, it's a little green book, and it's called Living Out of the Overflow by Richard Blackaby. Highly recommended, Living Out of the Overflow. Actually, our ministry, maybe not uh, as defined in that book, but our ministry exists in the overflow of our lives. God speaks best through us what he is speaking in us. And uh, so Living Out of the Overflow, the subtitle says this, Serving Out of Your Intimacy with God. I'd encourage you to go ahead and buy the book for someone today. Uh, Tyler Bryant, who's the Director of Distance Learning at Indiana Bible College and a tremendous friend of mine. Unfortunately, he's not an Enneagram 3, but his wife is, so that's close enough. Uh, but Tyler Bryant said that that book, Living Out of the Overflow, should be given to every Bible school graduate that graduates from year to year. And it's a book that's written for the many Christians who have experienced or who are experiencing dry periods in their lives. I'm not experiencing a dry period in my life currently, but who knows tomorrow, and I won't talk to you about yesterday, 
the book says, be refreshed and empowered to undertake God's assignment for you. And we all want to do that. We all want to do God's perfect will for our lives and God's assignment for us. So that would be a great book there to recommend living out of the overflow. Sitting right here in the room with me is not a person, but it is a book. Together is Better, a little book of inspiration by Simon Sinek, the best-selling author of Start With Why and Leaders Eat Last. It's an illustrated book. It's hardcover. And pick it up. I read this book recommended by Angie in one night. Within one day, I had read it. And I'm not saying that I spent the whole day reading it either. It's a quick read. Working hard for something we don't care about is called stress. Working hard for something we love is called passion. That's a quote from that book called Together is Better. Moving on, here's another book that I think I could recommend for people of any level or any stage of your walk with Christ. The book is called Good to Great in God's Eyes by Chip Ingram. Good to Great in God's Eyes. We've heard of that book that's written for leadership in the business world, Good to Great. Uh, This is Good to Great in God's Eyes, 10 Practices Great Christians Have in Common. I'm going to give you a few, just as like a, a teaser for you to go ahead and buy the book for yourself or buy the book for someone else or buy 10 copies of the book for somebody else, somebody's else. Mm, that's not very good English, Jim Poitras. Let's repeat that. Let's go ahead and buy 10 copies of the book, Good to Great by Chip Ingram for the top 10 people in your life. 10 practices great Christians have in common. Uh, Think great thoughts. Read great books. Right on, buddy. Chip. Read great books. Pray great prayers. Pursue great people. I'm not going to give you all 10. You know why. I want you to go ahead and pick up and read that book for yourself during this holiday season or purchase it for, what did I say, 20 other people? or 10 other people, or five other people, whatever you can afford. I don't know your financial limitations. Uh, people have stopped asking me, started asking me, please don't go ahead and point, uh, point out to us every book that you read on your social media because uh, our book budgets are being blown because of you. Okay, here's another one. Warren Wiersbe. Anything written by Warren Wiersbe is a must-have and uh, I like this book. I'm going to start with the one that I really like. My favorite of the Warren Wiersbe books, and you know, the whole B series. And uh, there's even a Bible that has his writings in there uh, as well. I ordered that the other day. But one of my favorites that he has is called 10 Power Principles for Christian Service. These are 10 principles that always work at all times and in all places, and it helps us to get back to the basics of serving others. So that is a a book by Warren Wiersbe. Let me go ahead and do some counting here because Nick only asked me to give the names of 10 books. So uh, the first book that I've mentioned today is called Living Out of the Overflow, Richard Blackaby. So that's book number one or book number six, depending on how you're looking at it. The second book is called Good to Great in God's Eyes. So that's the second book. 
The third book was called Together is Better by Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek and his book called Together is Better is a perfect gift. People can leave it on their desk. Uh, I think I've got one, you know, right out in great site, public site in my office. Uh, so that was number three, right? So number four or number nine, whichever you're looking at, we're talking about Warren Wiersbe, 10 Power Principles for Christian Service. And anything by Warren Wiersbe is worth the read. By the way, he wrote that with his son and it's multi-generational, intergenerational, and it's a great read uh, for us today. The last one that I'm going to recommend is by Warren Wiersbe, The Bumps Are What You Climb On. I developed a message that I preach and teach from that book. And you have to listen to the message sometimes later. I'm not dealing with that on the Poitras Ponderings podcast today. I'm talking about the bumps are what you climb on. You can't prevent crisis from happening, but we can certainly deal with them as they come. We can use the bumps in our path to climb higher. Like I always say, the things that happen to you, you can allow them to help you grow bitter or better. You can allow those things to be a stumbling block or a stepping stone. I don't know about you, but I'm going to use those things to be stepping stones. The bumps are what you climb on. Now, if you really want some other book titles by Warren Wiersbe, Dynamics of Preaching. Here are two more good ones on being a servant of God and another one on being a leader for God. Those are all by Warren Wiersbe, and I'm just throwing in those three extra books, Nick Cisco, because I always want to go above and beyond what I've been asked to do. In fact, people go ahead and gravitate towards leaders and followers, for that matter, who go above and beyond what they're asked to do. I hope I have fulfilled my assignment, Nick Cisco. I hope that I've given your friend the opportunity to pick a book or two, either for himself, herself, themselves, or a book for a friend. And uh, this is Jim Poitras. You know what? It's the Poitras Ponderings podcast, and it has been a joy to be with you today. You don't want to go ahead and buy someone a book? Why not give someone a book? If you don't want to give them a book, give them a CD of a book. You can always listen to it just like you listen to the Jim Poitras part of the Poitras Ponderings podcast. Or you could go ahead and buy a library embosser for someone, but I guess they'd have to have a library in order to use it. And if they've got a lot of great books, if you've got a lot of great books, I highly recommend uh, an app for you. I think ours is called CVZ Books is the one that we use for my library at the office. It's either a free app or it's very inexpensive. And uh, you can hover over the barcode, I think, and it goes ahead and puts in the information, the plot, the author, the publisher, and all those things. So those are a few things that you can do when it comes to reading. If you have a family, 
If you have a family gathering, why don't you go ahead and try to read, you know, the best Christmas pageant ever. And while we're at it in the month of December, have the best Christmas and holiday season ever. I'm a big stickler on, you know, sticking with the program, following the rules, and doing exactly what I say that I'll do. So I wanted to make sure that I actually do leave you with I Have a Story as part of this podcast episode today. I have already mentioned that I tend to go ahead and all of my illustrations either come from life, my life experience, or something someone shared to me, or things that I've read hardly ever from some, you know, book that talks about sermon illustrations or catalog of illustrations or things like that. So here's the story. It's called For Always. It's by Will Fish. It relates to the activities of two teachers that were working in an orphanage in Russia. And one day they were doing an art project with the children. Three small pieces of cardboard were given to each of the hundred children and they were to do a project, they were to make a manger. Each child was given a small piece of cloth to make a little baby. As one of the teachers inspected the project, he noticed something different. He found that there was a little boy that had finished the task, but when he looked inside the little cradle, he was startled because he saw that there were two babies in the manger and not one. When asked to explain why the two babies were in the manger, the child began to make up his own rendition of the story uh, as he repeated the story of Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus in the manger. Uh, he began to make up his own ending for that particular story. And he said, when Mary laid the baby in the manger, Jesus looked at me and he asked me if I had a place to stay. I told him, I have no mama, I have no papa, so no, I don't have a place to stay. Then Jesus told me I could stay with him. But I told him I really couldn't because I didn't have any gift to give to him. I wanted to stay with Jesus so much, the little boy said. So I thought about what I had and what I could maybe use as a gift. And I thought maybe if I could keep him warm, that would be a good gift for baby Jesus. So I asked Jesus, if I keep you warm, will that be good enough as a gift? And Jesus told me, if you keep me warm, that will be the best gift anyone could ever give me. So I climbed into the manger and then Jesus looked at me and he told me I could stay with him for always. And as that little boy, Misha, finished his story, his eyes brimmed full of tears that began to splash down his little cheeks because the little orphan had found someone who would never abandon him. He had found someone that would never abuse him, someone that would stay with him for always. I have a story and thank you for listening to me, Jim Poitras, the Poitras Ponderings podcast. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us this week. We hope you're back for another episode again next week. God bless. Thank you.